This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday the 9th of March. In your Squeeze today, the fallout from Meghan and Harry's tell-all interview, saving for the economy, the case for compost, and saying something nice. This is your Squeeze today. Yesterday was wall-to-wall previews and then analysis of Harry and Meghan's interview with Oprah. There's plenty of opinions and a fair bit to it. It was a two-hour-long interview. Let's whip through, Claire, some of the key takeouts. Firstly, both Harry and Meghan made clear they feel the royal family failed to protect them. That really was the centre of what Harry said as his big disappointment with what's happened in the last couple of years and also the source of Meghan's hurt. She said that she felt that the royal family failed to protect her and worse, that they were willing to lie to protect other members of the family. And a case in point there was she says that it was Kate who made her cry in the lead up to her wedding, not the other way around. And the royal family then did nothing to protect her and actually tell the truth. What she said yesterday also was that she hit rock bottom when Harry was asked by an unnamed family member about how dark their son's skin might be. That racism and claims of racism really was a thread throughout it for both Meghan, but also for Harry, as he said that he really felt that things were heading in a very bad direction because of the racial issues. Both Harry and Meghan said they weren't going to disclose who had had that conversation with Harry. Meghan also then talked about how her mental health deteriorated to a point where she had, this is the quote, very, very clear thoughts of taking her own life. Harry also talked about how he felt trapped. And it was that sense of being trapped and not being able to get help that saw them look to leave the UK initially to go to Canada because they thought they could continue in a role after having long conversations for at least a couple of years about what their exit might look like. But that wasn't to be. And then they had to get to the US, had to find financial support because Harry said his family had cut him off financially. And that's why they've done deals with Netflix and Spotify. And here they are. They live in California now. They've revealed that they're due to have a baby girl and that they were actually married three days before the public spectacle that was their wedding. Those two pieces of news would usually be headlines in themselves, Claire, but just part of a whole heap of other stuff that was revealed in that interview. Finally, what's the reaction been? Well, because, as you say, it's just been such a big dump of information about the inner workings of their lives and their interaction with the rules, which are normally very protected. Uh, The reaction, according to reports, is one of universal shock in the UK. There's a lot of pressure on Buckingham Palace to respond. One thing that's been particularly called out by Labor MPs in the UK is that the rules were very quick to announce an investigation into Meghan's alleged bullying Claims that happened last week, so claims of racism within the royal family should be dealt with equally as quickly. Uh, Boris Johnson, for his part, says that he's not going to break a habit of a lifetime of commenting on royal issues. He's staying right out of it. Uh, As for the UK tabloid papers, which Harry labelled as bigoted, uh, we're yet to see the first round of front pages from them, so that will be certainly very interesting. Yeah, as I said, there's a lot to all of this, and if you need help, a link is in your episode notes. 
Not sure about you, Claire, but plenty of conversations I've had about how Australia might recover from the pandemic have included the phrase... I wonder what will happen when JobKeeper ends. (laughs) We aren't far off that with the end of March fast approaching. Some reckon, though, our piggy bank might help smooth things over. Kate, your dinner parties are the ones that sound like I need to be at. I think that sounds like a very good conversation to have. And, yeah, you're right. It is something about JobKeeper ending at the end of March that really has put a big question mark about exactly where Australia's economy goes from here. New research that's been published this morning in The Australian from the Commonwealth Bank reckons actually what's happened is that households have saved about $120 billion more than they normally would have because we're not travelling overseas. Uh, All of those social activities since April have been off and that means that there's this war chest and that's what's driving property price hikes. Uh, Also quite good levels of retail spending and increased confidence in the economy. So the suggestion is that perhaps things won't quite be as bad as they were if the economy is turning over and jobs are coming back. Not $120 billion each. Don't worry if you haven't quite reached that level. <laughs> what a shame. Total. Isn't it? <laughs> Prime Minister Scott Morrison is addressing the Financial Review's business summit this morning. So the economy is a hot topic today. He's expected to outline some of the details for the economy's post emergency phase, as they're calling it. Under President Donald Trump, the US had planned to withdraw all troops from Afghanistan by the 1st of May this year. But now Afghan officials, Claire, are worried doing so will create security challenges for the country and potentially allow the Taliban to make gains. That peace deal that the Trump administration did with the Taliban and then had to get the Afghanistan government on board continues to be an issue. US Secretary of State Anthony Blinken has written to Afghan President Ashraf Ghani to say, come on, we need to get going. Uh, And his suggestion is that they strike some kind of transitional government with the Taliban to get things moving. No decision, Blinken says, has been made about whether the US is going to stick to that US troop withdrawal date of the 1st of May, but certainly they're seeing it as something that's urgent to get moving uh, with the Taliban potentially launching some kind of spring offensive if things aren't smoothed over. Yeah, the deal that was originally done and signed in February last year saw agreement from the US and its NATO allies that they would withdraw all troops in 14 months if the Taliban upheld its promises, which included not allowing al-Qaeda or other militants to operate in areas it controlled. Equatorial Guinea on the west coast of Central Africa, Claire, has seen a series of explosions which have killed at least 20 people and injured more than 600. Negligent storing of dynamite at a military base is said to be behind the disaster. That blast was so big that almost every building in that city of Bata, which is the biggest city in Equatorial Guinea, has been damaged, reports say. And it's expected that they'll find more people dead in the rubble of collapsed buildings. Equatorial Guinea has been under the power of their president for 42 years. His very flashy vice presidential son is responsible for defence and security. There's been quite a bit of scrutiny on that family uh, and their leadership of Equatorial Guinea with negligence and corruption and all sorts of other things uh, under the scrutiny of the international community. 
It's not a place we've talked a lot about in the podcast. Equatorial Guinea is a large producer of oil, but it's suffering a severe economic shock due to a drop in the price of crude, the impact of the pandemic, which provides around three quarters of its revenue. A new report by the United Nations reveals that nearly one-fifth of food that's produced globally ends up in landfill, Claire. Yeah, households aren't good at doing uh, their food waste monitoring. Apparently about 60% of that waste comes from homes. Restaurants and retailers account for about 40% of the rest. So uh, when it comes to food waste, there's certainly a lot more focus on it these days than there has been in the past and looking at solutions about turning that waste into something productive. Here in Australia, there's a push for food scrap bins to be included in more homes across the country. The old compost, hey? Had that when I was growing up. Yes, I just remember it being a really big stinky part of the backyard. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point too. <laughs> Squeeze the day and from the royal interview to an interview of a different kind, tonight at 7pm on Sky News, Melissa Doyle sits down with Kylie Moore Gilbert. We've spoken a bit about her in the podcast, but a quick refresher, she's the Australian lecturer in Islamic studies who was detained in Iran and held on spying charges. She talks about her detention, including torture, and reports say she takes issue with the Australian government's handling of her case. Yeah, that'll be really interesting to hear about her experiences in that Iran prison. Uh, For me, Kevin Rudd's at the press club today. It's a very serious day. The only other thing I can find from the 9th of March that's a little less serious is that it's the anniversary of the launch of the Barbie doll at the American Toy Fair in New York. That was in 1959. I actually thought Barbie might be a bit older than that. (laughs) And Barbie is still with us well and truly, that's for sure. Absolutely. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Squeeze Today podcast. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review saying nice things, preferably, but whatever whatever works. If you don't, if you're not going to say something nice, don't say anything at all. It's a good approach to life and podcasting reviews, perhaps. <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit for member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy to understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.